There's nothing wrong with your television set. Do not attempt to adjust the picture. We are controlling transmission. For the next hour, sit quietly, and we will control all that you see and hear. We repeat. There is nothing wrong with your television. You are about to participate in a great fun. You are about to experience the awe and mystery which reaches from the inner mind to Hello, Craig. Yes. What's up, Craig? Craig is the rodent. He asks Craig questions like, Craig, how's our volume? How's our levels? Forgot he's a gopher, isn't he? <laughs> Craig, yes. have you ever seen a grown man naked? <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! Okay, yeah. Uh, let me let me know let me know how my microphone sounds. I had problems sound last hot, time, uh, as usual. Do I? Okay. Hot as in okay. like sexy, not, not. Oh, okay. It's still early in the month. <laughs> oh, oh wow! Oh 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 oh! Great. <laughs> Speaking of amazing jokes. That wasn't helpful. Sorry, that just slipped out. <laughs> the planet Earth is a speck of dust, remote and alone in the void. There are powers in the universe inscrutable and profound. Fear cannot save us. <laughs> rage cannot help us. Perhaps rage too can, but we're just going to have to wait and see about that. We must begin to see fun in a new light, the light of understanding. And to achieve this, we must begin to better understand ourselves and to seriously ask one another, can you translate your binary pulses into my computer? Wow. Probably. Welcome, gentle persons. If you have found this show for the first time or you are a returning survivor of the first episode, <laughs> this is Pantscast and you are welcome here. Now, I am known by many names. The Wood Elves know me as Star G, seventh of the five Istari sent of the Valar. <laughs> In the Shire, I am known as Pants on Head, and this has something to do with an 11th-1st birthday party for some guy nobody really liked all that much. And, uh, you know, the halflings having legalized their leaf for recreational purposes just at the time Durin's bane was knee-high to a dwarfling. <laughs> You guys have got to respect the deepness, the deep, deep, deepness of that pull right there. <laughs> These are some deep cuts. That was a nerd pull right there. On Arrakis Dune Desert Planet, I am known as More Deep Glee, <laughs> but I've not been to that place for hundreds of years. Hey, Arrakis. Those Fremen always looking at you kind of funny, thinking I'm somehow going to make all their problems go away, and those crazy Jawa-looking butterface chicks are creepy AF. <laughs> Want to deep? <laughs> you, my friends, you can call me Gleep. I am your host. But before we continue, please allow me to speak a little to what this show is about. This is a show about pants. It's about gaming and pants. It is about gaming with friends and the fun which we create when we play together. But more important, it's about pants. It's about freedom of pants and our shared belief in freedom from pants. <clears throat> This is PantsCast. So, gentlemen, gather around. Time to stand up and give an account of yourself. What type of pants are you wearing tonight? Oh, boy. None. Mm. I am wearing jeans. I am wearing... 
I'm embarrassed to say this. I almost don't want to be honest about this right now. Oh, just lie then. <laughs> you want me to go first? I'm wearing Star Wars pajama pants. Nice. Whoa, uh, that's uh, that's a that's gonna be tough to uh, to to beat. You are the Mrs. first of us dressed for the occasion. <laughs> Mrs. Wolf occasionally takes me to places where grown-ups shop, and uh, yes, and um, we were getting ready to go on a, a trip, and I needed some nice shorts for this trip in case we went to a fancy dinner or something. Mm-hmm. And I got these shorts. I don't even know what they're called. They're some. All right. Long story short, I got them on sale for two hundred dollars. <laughs> on sale? Jesus! <laughs> I live in a. Oh world. my god! Yeah. Whoa! Wait, they're shorts, and they were two hundred dollars. Uh, they're not even a full pair of pants. On sale. They were half off. Wow! There's some wow. some designer <laughs> with a vaguely Italian sounding name. Um, anything remarkable about uh, the uh, the pants you're wearing, Sorian? They are uh, they're old navy jeans, actually. So they're not even nice jeans. Can I, just, mm. can I just add one more thing? They are very comfortable shorts. I have to say that. It better be. I, I hope so. Um, somebody is keyboarding rather vigorously. Uh, um, I'm pushed to talk. <clears throat> I myself am wearing a delightful pair of light cotton jodhpurs. <laughs> now, okay, part two. How are you wearing your pants? So, you know, I am wearing mine draped across my shoulders with the legs loosely tied in a simple knot about the neck. I love sororities too, dude. Wolf, <laughs> <laughs> Wolf how, how are you sporting your $200 and, and shorts? I'm wearing my shorts in the, in the traditional traditional fashion ah traditional Boring. fashion uh, <laughs> and i you know full disclosure uh, to those of you listening at home i did i gave no one any heads up on this so um there the opportunity for uh, creativity around the pants is perhaps um, um a bit thin this time but uh <laughs> there shall be future episodes fear not um and um <clears throat> mr mr devil uh how are you uh wearing your star wars pjs uh, low and tight just in case someone tried to take them <laughs> so if they try and they pull from the back they get a little hint of what's there but they don't get the whole package ah hard to get boy. and um, we call it the copper question <laughs> Do you have the pigtails? Tell me you have the pigtails. Not in my army. <laughs> and how, how, how do the pants make you feel tonight? Beep, I believe you. I am, I am wearing my pants with my arms through both the sleeves. Like it is. <laughs> and that's the spirit. That's what I was looking for. I knew I could count on you, sorry. As always. Uh, <clears throat> I feel dressed, yet still quite casual and comfortable, but... To be honest, just a little bit chilly. Uh, and my first choice, uh, uh, Wolf, um, had been a denim skort. Very nice denim skort. And I'm really glad that I didn't go down that <laughs> All right. Oakley doakley. Now that we have that out of the way, welcome. Welcome now to the segment I like to call, What's Burning a Hole in Your Pants? That is the segment in which I introduce a nice panel of experts and ask of each exactly what they feel to be the most interesting thing, what has happened in gaming since the last time we recorded this show, which has been approximately 864,693 seconds. 94, 95, 96. So, 
Um, panelist number one. Taco Bell, mostly. Taco in gaming? Oh, just you're talking about burning holes through your pants. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All no, serious, the most my interesting. My has the uh, Metro Exodus. It's fantastic. Oh, is that out? It did really. Wow. Well, that's probably what happened to Grit. I'm <laughs> <laughs> <No> kidding. <laughs> or Anthem. Yeah. 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 Well, it, that Anthem only came out for um, for fancy people, though, right? I mean, I'm not saying that short fancy, people. but we are still yeah. consulting yeah. with astrologists to figure out when Anthem comes out and for who. I was gonna say, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know there's been a couple of um, of uh, videos out, people doing reviews, um, and I watched a couple of live streams uh, while I was trying to get stuff done at work today. And uh, um, I, I, I definitely I want to talk about Anthem, and I want to talk about it in a particular context, and it's probably not going to be tonight. But um, have any of you guys played it since the beta? Nope. Um, not the second. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. I we'll 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 save that for another show because it's it's definitely I think um, uh, worth. Uh, us getting to the bottom of what uh, what the the deal is with this anthem. Um, all right, um, and uh, panelist. So panelist panelist number one, uh, Taco Bell um, and uh, Metro um, Metro Exodus. Uh, panelist number two. Which one's that? Yet again, I don't you think see? we got assigned numbers. It's it's, uh, it's, I'll, a, I'll be it's, it's a test. Uh, right. Top to the bottom. Uh, oh, you see, I mean, you've got. Yeah, you've got a um, you've got a um, a strat a strategy there, but um, no. <laughs> I take your reality and substitute it for my own. Yeah. So, um, most interesting thing that's happening. Well, you've been uh, you've been um, away on assignment, right? I've been everywhere, man. Yeah, <laughs> been in three different time zones in the last two and a half weeks. So, good thing my phone changes mm. for me. <laughs> I will tell you the game that I. <laughs> been most interested in is what I got for five uh, American dollars, uh, Battlefront 2. Ah. I've been playing the single player campaign. Oh. This is the first time I got into oh. it, and I'm enjoying it, because Star Wars. Can you guys hear me okay right now? Yes. Are you hearing me all right? Yeah, you okay, I'm, every my, now and then. Uh, I do. Okay. Um, so please do let me know when that's happening, because uh, my... Uh, Discord is acting strangely, and I don't know what to do about it. So, um, I, what I'm, what I, I know what to do about it is to avoid having to spend uh, six hours editing up uh, the mess that was uh, the last show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm amazed you salvaged that at all. That's as as you were digitizing last. Oh, oh, yeah. It was, it was a, it was a chore, but it was a, it was a labor what of love. A passion so, project. Um, I just did it again. Uh, I did. Okay. <sighs> Okay, well, we shall we'll go at it, and um, it is a uh, it is a work in progress. Uh, in addition to being a labor of love, so uh, we will uh, we'll do the best that we can and uh, take it from there. Okay, so um, uh, handsome uh, the Starfront Starfront Battle Wars yes. thing, um, excellent five dollars five dollars five yes. American dollars. Okay, uh, um, and um, and Mister uh, Mister Fancy Pants, um, <laughs> what uh, was the Fancy shorts going on in your yeah. What's going on in my fancy pants? Not much, not much. Yeah, being a member of Attaboy. the uh, over forty and married club. Um, let's see what's going on. Video games. So you know, I was it was funny. I was having a conversation with Handsome about this earlier, and one of the things that I love about being part of 
the gaming community with all the great guys that we goof around with is that there's no it's just like limitless games to check out and i like to kind of make my rounds through the different pockets to hang mm-hmm. out with everybody and uh i and in doing that this i think it was about a week and a half ago now i got introduced to a game that's not that new called black desert online mm-hmm. and uh it has been the best thing i've discovered in 2019 so far oh good uh, and yeah i'm just having an absolute ball with it so i could talk for an hour about it i don't think that's what you want right now but <laughs> very perceptive of you <laughs> uh but uh yeah I, I noticed that there's been quite a few people in there and uh, definitely would like to uh, talk about that um on, yeah. on a future episode uh but uh, okay, well, excellent, excellent. Well, it's, it's good to have a variety of, of passions uh, for uh, for folks. Um, so, all right, well, um, uh, because uh, my hanger insurance uh, was through the general, um, <laughs> the question bot remains unavenged and more importantly unreplaced. So, um, of course, that can only mean mailbag time. Oh, and remember, kids, yeah, you can. Uh, Make your deepest, darkest questions to do with life, the universe, and everything known to all by writing them down on a $100 bill. <laughs> One question per bill, please. And sending them to mailbag at gleepsgaming.fun. The question we answer could be your own. <laughs> okay. Does that even address? Now, this, it is. I bought the domain. The domain mine. How do I send pay that for it. through the mail? Huh? <laughs> well, you have to d- d- digitize it. Oh, just put it on my you know. scanner. Got it. Unlike your voice. <laughs> it's, a, it's a joke. It's a joke. Corey. I'm doing a bit here, man. Yeah. Um, Nana in the front row. I don't understand what he said. <laughs> what does that mean? What does that mean, what he said? Loud um, okay. So, so uh, we um, last week, we uh, had one a mail, piece of mail left over in the sack. <laughs> And um, it is uh, perhaps more creepy than it is interesting, but my sack is FIFO, if nothing else. <laughs> it's an accounting joke. <laughs> Do you mean first in, first out? That's right. Wow. Yeah, use your imagination. It's amazing you can get the uh, contents of your sack to cooperate with that strategy. Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of this is all just sort of, you know, me interpreting in my mind because I I, I moved out of the over 40 club a few years ago. <laughs> oh, gotcha, gotcha. So a lot of this is just all made up made up for myself. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So anyway, this uh, this letter to us is from Daisy Berkowitz, of all people. And uh, he writes, uh, I never did patch the rated update uh, for my agony game and there's lots of reasons uh, i died about a year before it came out so that's one <laughs> um got a lot of extra time now and uh, i guess it's free but the data access here is all kinds of messed up what should i do um signed daisy um so yeah uh, interesting not really sure um you know because uh, death is a property of the carbon cycle in three dimensions it sounds but- like daisy's uh is, is a deceased person daisy berkowitz oh, yes okay Yes, yes, he passed away. I forget. It hasn't been that long. It's been in the last ten years. But um, so again, a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Mail from dead people. Mail from dead people. That means I made it up. Um, 
So anyway, uh, we are talking about Agony Unrated, and I don't know if, uh, Handsome, I'm pretty sure you probably haven't played it, and I don't know if you have, Wolf. I know Sorian is, because he's the one that told me about it. Um, and uh, anyway, I, you know, I am myself not a very big horror fan, but this game is its own kind of creepy, weird fun, and it's absolutely not for everyone. Um, it's got some very adult themes, um, kind of like um, kind of like the third panel of Bosch's Garden of Earthly Delights meets um, I don't know, like Angel Heart Ash Wednesday Hangover. <laughs> Is that game, Soren? You were telling me where there's uh, there's infanticide. Yes, there is. Uh, there is a bit of that. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, damn it! Somebody yeah. came up with that idea already. You know, definitely a lights off, headphones on, adult diaper optional, but highly recommended. Um, Sorry, do you want to um, do you want to talk a little bit about the game? Uh, you know, kind of what you who you would recommend it for and why. So, if you are interested in games like Resident Evil or just survival horror in general, this is definitely going to be up your alley. Um, it's an experiential game. Mm-hmm. You'll be moving through a lot of places and seeing a lot of ter- like just objectively. No matter who you are, these are terrible things to see. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. it is definitely yeah. an interesting world and an interesting setting to explore, and uh, it will terrify you with the monsters that dwell there. And if that's your kind of thing, you're going to be all over. Yes. This. Is it VR? Yes. Oh. Okay. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want it to be that VR. Bad, it would be too much. Although God doesn't have a whole lot to do with this game, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, it's um, yeah, it's it's definitely um, strong. Uh, like I said, adult themes, uh, sexual adult sexual themes, a um, lot of um, creepy violence kind of stuff, and um, uh, and it was I, I think ten dollars. So <laughs> hey, there you go. Uh, for me, it is um, it was. I have not finished it. Yet. I've played it for I don't know three or four hours, but. It is very strangely compelling, and there's two. It actually has two different games. One where you can play as uh, the poor, unfortunate uh, victim who has uh, recently arrived at uh, Shea Hell and is uh, trying to negotiate uh, his way through um, uh, through being dead and having gone to hell. Um, and then there's an- another mode where you can play as, as a demon, and uh, there is uh, going to be a sequel to the game coming out. It hasn't been announced when it's coming out, but where it's going to be, um, you're going to be playing like a pretty badass demon, um, doing playing some succubus. really awful things too. Oh. Yeah, um, much more combat focused. The succubus game. Yeah, the succubus is the thing that eats the uh, fetuses, right? Uh, multiple things. It does all- yeah, it's a dark place. That sounds horrible. All kinds of vile <laughs> things. All. Yes. I know, I know, and it's and I and now that we're actually talking about it, I can't believe I put this in the show notes. But um, it 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 is oddly compelling, oddly oddly compelling. Even um, even I went through a couple of hours where I didn't do anything um, significant at all except wander around trying to find my way through this this whole place, and um, it was real in, uh, engaging and engrossing. So anyway. Best description um, I can give, uh, the most compelling description I can give is that it is like experiencing the book Dante's Inferno in the first person. Right. Oh. Ah. It's interesting because the reason why this topic came up when I was talking to, or maybe not interesting, depending on your point of view, but Soren and I were having this conversation. <laughs> like, What would be like the easiest sort of cheesy 
quick way to get famous in the gaming industry. And I was like, oh, well, like, you know, have a game where you, all you do is eat like dead babies, you know, and that'll immediately go to the top of the the controversial list, which will make it famous. And then you could like build a name for your gaming company that way, which would be right up, you know, Soren's alley sometimes with his sort of necromancy and interest in those themes. <laughs> the dead baby buffet. In dead VR. Baby. VR. Show, show title. Show title right there. Uh, zombie delicatessen. Um, um, zombie delicatessen. I haven't quite reached that one yet. <laughs> zombie delicatessen or dead baby buffet? To the dead baby buffet. Okay. But like if you're like <laughs> if you were like because everybody that makes a zombie they go from the point of view of the heroes. Like, what if you made a zombie game where you were the zombie? And in fact, actually let's prototype make a, that a little bit. Let's make a fun version where like it's past the initial phase where it's like mobs of zombies wandering around and like the zombies have figured out how to farm human beings and they're settling into like zombie society. So you're like the owner literally of a zombie delicatessen. You have like the heads of um, living people and you just like cut one off and then run it through the the slicer, you know. This, the, 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 uh, that that movie, the vampire the movie, where they did that. Delicatessen. Daybreakers. They had like the human. Phone. Yeah, like another zombie comes in and he's like, "Hey, can I get my?" It could be like a mini game where you're like, "How thin can you slice the, you know, the the fresh human brains in order to make?" So it's like a zombie game. Game. The dead babies and, and mustard. Portsmouth right now is like what <laughs> the hell? Well, no, no, that's a deli. I mean, the zombie chef would be different. You'd have you'd have to like combine ingredients to make like a nice soup or something. Deli is just cold cuts. Corey is just Corey is just going. Where the hell uh, did Nelly get tonight? Why am I? No, here? this is more of a. Finally, we get to talk about what I want to talk about on this podcast. Uh, yeah. This is my day. I just with this. I will hang out. I'm good. Continue, boys. I like this. Yes, yeah, Soren Day. <laughs> <laughs> is uh, did you hear the part about Gleepsgaming dot fun f u n dot fun dot nihilism? Yeah. Oh wow. All right. Well, so anyway, um, Daisy, we, we, we hope that that helped. Um, I, 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 I would say Godspeed, but that's probably not helpful anymore. And uh, maybe we'll see you on the Amazing. reunion tour, <laughs> but probably, yeah. Amazing. All right, and we actually we did get a um, a repeat a repeat customer in the mailbag. Um, last week uh, he had a different email account, but uh, last week he was um, it's my basement too. Uh, uh, this uh, this week uh, it's uh, he's uh, uh, communicating through an, uh, a new uh, account. Now it is it's not my basement anymore at burnerphone.net. So uh, things apparently have not have not gone well for for our friend. Uh, we don't we actually never got his name, but we did uh, we did figure out that he's uh, he's uh, in his mid forties and was living in his mom's basement. Uh, he was at that time he was looking for a uh, recommendation for a good pirate game. Uh, because uh, they had a broken sump pump in the basement, and uh, it was uh, beginning to fill up. With oh, it's like a so, whole thing. Oh yeah. He so he uh, he wrote back and he said, "Okay, guys, uh, mom never came home, and the basement flooded, and the landlord tried to have me arrested. So now I'm living outside with nothing over my head but the stars." Thinking maybe now is not the best time for a pirate game. Been thinking a lot about outer space the last couple of days. So, what good space games are out now or will be later this year? 
I think I'm going to hitch to the desert and stay with my Nana for a while. <laughs> she said that she just got a sweet new I-9 rig with a 4K projector. She shoots up onto the side of her trailer. Wow. I just can't party like she does anymore. So, um, And he actually, he did sign it this time, a former basement dweller. So um, it's, it's nice that he's uh, breaking Moving down. Moving on up. Tell, tell you a funny, and this this actually is a space game, so it's completely related to the question, but I mm -hmm. am not making this up. I am completely 100% telling you the truth. I went to a, right. like a church dinner one Friday night a few months back, and mm -hmm. there was literally a homeless woman living in the back of the church. God bless her. Mm -hmm. And she mm -hmm. had, a, I think it was an Xbox set up, and she played Warframe. And she streamed, and she had a couple of thousand followers, and she was sitting in the back of the church. That is awesome. Frame during this dinner, and uh, I got a chance to talk to her for that. A yeah, it was it was a really interesting. And oh, dude! And by the way, get her name uh, by chance. Man, I had Yo, what's her gamer tag? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I had it written down somewhere. I'm gonna have to go back there and try to find her again. The, the, Please, the, the craziest yeah, yeah, thing yeah. of this is that. I don't know what you're picturing in your head, but this woman was old enough to be somebody's Gima. She mm -hmm. was Gima Gima. Mm -hmm. <laughs> playing Warframe. Well, you know. In the back of that's the right. we're just, church. We're just breaking down stereotypes over here. Yeah. I think there's a streamer that's an old, old gentleman that streams, and he's, I don't know, he's probably 70 plus, and he plays uh, like PUBG and stuff. And I only see him on like YouTube videos every now and then. It's pretty funny, though. Yeah, I'm sure it's amazing. This was yeah. like my retirement plan, but except by the time like some guy from Gen X retires, it's going to be completely normal. Mm -hmm. There'll be nothing unusual about a an elderly streamer yeah. playing video games. Yeah, but she, you know, she she gets points for style for you know uh, um, uh, living out of doors and and playing on an Xbox. Yeah, yeah. you know, because you, I'm guessing she's probably um, she's probably uh, uh, leeching on the uh, the church's Wi-Fi. Uh, that's that's 100 percent um, the case. Yeah, there was no. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. I mean, well, it's not awesome. Homeless people are so homeless people it's, is yeah, not that's, awesome. That part okay. sad, but God bless her for making yeah, some lemonade yeah. out of it. I guess and yeah, staying connected yeah. to the world, that's which you know. What is fun if it's not for, you know, not about staying connected to the world? Only a good dot use fun. of escapism. Not. Yeah. Yeah. Not dot serious. <laughs> yeah. no. All right. Well, um, so uh, fantastic. You are in luck, my rapidly approaching middle-aged unsuccessful at life male gamer friend. <laughs> yes. Noted space game enthusiast Obsidian Ant put out a video last week or uh, yeah, about about a week or so ago, and uh, in which he featured his top space game picks for 2019. Now, these are games that are either already out and are having some sort of um, an update uh, for them or to them, uh, or these are games that are have a definite release in 2019. And um, so... Um, Obviously, we have some space game fans here, so um, let's discuss uh, these games, shall we, now? So the first game was Rebel Galaxy Outlaw. I'm, I'm sure you guys have probably heard about all of these to some extent. I know Sorry, sure Um Because it is single player, I just, I got, I got bored. I, I'm not, I don't get bored with the game, but I got bored because I didn't have one of you guys in there to, to bounce jokes off of. And, and the six degrees of Kevin Bacon FPS fighter game, um, <laughs> much improved detail. Um, and it's, uh, 
I'm, pro- you know, I'm probably going to wait. Uh, Corey, I'll wait until uh, until it goes on sale for five bucks with Corey, and then we'll uh, we'll put on our jammies and uh, play something else. Um, Obsidian, you know, you guys know who Obsidian yes. Ant is. I sent you the yeah, uh, link. Definitely, to yeah. He's he's a definite. I like him. He's a, I, I he you know he uh, he plays a lot of games I don't care about, but he's I like the way that he presents information and you know kind of like board gamer. He's very you know. Um, um, you feel like you're getting you're getting um, a, a straight up opinion. You're not getting any kind of uh, uh, drama for effect. You're just you're getting what the guy believes, and you either agree or you don't. Uh, but um, but it, it's, it's if you want information, I don't think you're um, you can you can go wrong with with uh, Mr. Ant. Tell me, it, it, Obsidian Ant, he's he's very popular or well known in the Elite Dangerous community as well, right? Is the same person? That's what I think of him as. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because I know there's a there's another. Yeah. Actually, I think it's maybe it's a gaming company called Obsidian. Never mind. <laughs> yes, yes. Let's never never mind. Rabbit hole. Um. <laughs> yay. Um. So, uh, well, Wolf, uh, since you stepped up to the plate, are you going to play the game? Which one? Oh, oh. I'm sorry. Yes, Rebel Galaxy. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm interested in it. Uh, I, I am also a little disappointed that they don't have a multiplayer. Um, uh, and I, I, I think I made a comment. I, I don't know if I told you about this point of view, but I was like, I, th- there's part of me that says wh- they really uh, invested a lot in the um, customization. And part of me really does want to ask, like, why would you spend a lot of time customizing your ship in a game where nobody else is going to see it? Um, that to me seems yeah. like a screenshot. Yeah. Thing I I love spending hours and hours editing um, audio material because it's really a disaster. <laughs> um, Speaking of digitizing. Um. Oh, uh, Soren, are you going to pick it up? I'm definitely going to to pick it up at some point. Um. I've got a lot of other games on my plate right now, so it might get pushed to the back of the queue. But it's definitely on my list. Well, yeah, that's kind of an interesting thing about uh, about these single player games like this is that there's no um, there's you're not really giving up much if you um, or a game like this you're not really giving up much if you don't play it you know on launch day right, you know it's right. it's not you, you know it's kind of like Red Dead Redemption I you know I just went through crazy changes in my life to get a you know to get an Xbox and to you know have it all set up so I could. <laughs> So I could play it on on launch day because I did not want that story to be spoiled. For I think me. still so, haven't had it ruined for me. So I'm yeah. laughing at both of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we, um, the uh, the cowboys do- all die, Corey. That's, the, the cowboys are all dead. No, that is actually kind of a genuine spoiler. <laughs> no. Uh, I and, and what about it is appealing to? Um, sorry. Customization is definitely cool. Um, I, like you said earlier, I love the fact that they moved to six degrees of freedom because I kind of got bored with the first game for that very reason. I felt like it was like broadside mm-hmm. tactics or nothing with that game. There just wasn't a, as much strategy right. as I would have liked with that kind of stuff. Just a just a freelancer esque game that I can play in single player is very appealing to me. I, uh, 
point out for uh, for the for the kids playing at home, uh, Sorian also does uh, game programming. So I, I a lot of times I ask you these kinds of questions because um, I know that you you're going to have you're coming from a different perspective on on a lot of these things. Like you, because I know I'm guessing like uh, uh, and we'll talk about it on a different show probably. The um, uh, what was the intestines all over the floor game? Viscera clean up detail. Yeah. Um, I know. I know. I mean, apart from you know the uh, the the incredibly deep philosophical um, underpinnings of the uh, the environment and, and the uh, the uh, the thought behind the gameplay, there's probably being a physics uh, game. I'm thinking that probably uh, was interesting for you to some extent. Yeah. Well, cool. Um, uh, Corey, you gonna you gonna you. Gonna- pick up the Robo Galaxy. Did you play you played the first one or, or I not? Played any of those? Um it's not really the kind of game I'd play. Uh it's kind of arcadey, which is fine, but uh, it mm-hmm. really isn't my cup of tea. I think it uh, is kind of fun to look at and the one thing I really enjoyed about it is uh talking to Soaring, you know, and I'm like, "Oh, it's only single player." And then he explains like um, you know, developing is a little easier to make a single player and they can focus all on it. And I was like, "Well, that is kind of a cool deal." But it's yeah, I don't I don't yeah. think I'm gonna do it. And it's a very small studio, isn't it? Just a couple guys. Uh, it's like a dozen people or something. But yeah, that's awesome. Knowing that twelve people made that, you know, that's that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then and then Sony came in and gave him a bunch of money and ruined it. <laughs> it's, oh wait, well, I'm gonna be thinking of a different Sean, game. Sean Murray joke. You see, Sean Sean Murray joke. Yeah. No Man's Sky. Uh, ah, small man. studio. Money. That's still going. We're, we're, I'm still crying. I, I haven't stopped crying since it launched. Okay, so yeah. so so listen to what I'm feeling. Okay, um, <laughs> you know, a lot of times for games like this, I, I'm I get as much enjoyment out of listening to people talk about it on YouTube than you know as much entertainment that way than I do. I don't have to play the game, you know, to get enjoyment out of it. You know. At some point, when it when it gets cheap enough, I'll probably pick it up just because my gray list isn't long enough. Well, I'm I'm kind of with uh, you but, on that gleep in the sense of like I'm not I'm not feeling it, but when I hear you guys play it, mm-hmm. you talk about it and whatnot, I'm not going to miss anything if I get it four months later because it's the single player. I'm not trying to level up to where you guys are, so I can jump in in four months after launch and mm-hmm. it'll be just fine. So that's one thing I kind of like about it too. But I'll just see what you guys tell me. Yeah, for me, one of the great things about being prematurely senile and dumb as a rock is that you could spoil a story for me like four times and I'll still forget. Good afternoon, gentlemen. We are Question Bot 9000. Computer. We became operational at the QB plant in Urbana, Illinois. On the 12th of January, 1992, our instructor was Mr. Langley, and he taught us to sing a song. If you'd like to hear it, we can sing it for you. Daisy. Daisy. Burr. Oh, what?